can never do it like I When you see man pull up and slide Man step to the room with legends, real and steel You know it's a vibe Check the podcast, what you wanna know Don't ask me, go and ask Joe If you're talking Premier League He's on the front line and I gotta go Oh it's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. Vibe, vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know this. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this week's episode of Vibe with Five. The energies are high for both of us this time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I'm yeah. happy. May United, best team on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Best players on the pitch, mm-hmm. getting results. That's mm-hmm. it's not rocket science, is it? And like I said to you, Buck and Anton last time. <laughs> oh my god! It's I mean, back I, on, you know what, baby. I, you know what? I, I just I didn't even read that. Today. Yeah, bro. Is that what you come? Oh my! Yeah, bro. It's back on six heard, nil. Do you know what I heard when I walked into the studio today? I heard Archie's over there. He's an Arsenal fan as well. These two chatting. I heard, oh yeah, it's our last game against Sansa. We could win it there, could we? Yeah, win it there? at United. You know, we play you guys on May the eleventh. <laughs> All right, listen, before we uh, we go on to this week's Joel, games. Joel, oh, Joel, go on, mate. Have some shame. What shame? Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's mate, true. you are third in a two-horse race and you're yeah. talking like you're going to pick it up. You've done well. You beat it, West Ham. Is this guy well done. been on the show for the last three weeks with a black eye and he's telling wow. me that's some shame. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> tell me tell me on top of that right you guys have done an incredible interview so what we did on the five socials we said who do you want to speak to who do you want us to speak to next Mm. so you've gotten david gill last time went very well by the way we're going to explain the cut-ups of the episodes and stuff like that we'll get to that in a second Mm. but we said which manchester united manager post fergie time would you want us to speak to and I'll tell you what, the votes were unanimous, really. Yeah, right? Jose, Jose. Jose Mourinho. And what does that mean, Rio? Well, we went out to see Jose. That's mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. You told us what to do. We done it. There was a request in there. He was the request. Mm-hmm. We went out and we executed. Yeah. Me and Steve traveled out there. Mm-hmm. Joe was kind of otherwise engaged. He had got, something pre-planned. I got a chop suey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because of his arsenal coming, he got put on the bench. Oh, um, man. But yeah, you no. interviewed Jose Mourinho. No, it you, was hilarious. Seriously. You spoke about... Everything, isn't it? Hilarious. Talked about Man United, how much what he's, 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 his thoughts on Man United and post him leaving and what the, the new Man United looks like. Talked about England, funny enough. That when you hear what he says about England, right? Like my generation and this generation, um, Portugal, um, his t- time at Chelsea, crazy. Mm-hmm. Talking about individual players like... Ah, uh, mate, seriously, uh, it was really good. Stories, the, the killer was the key. Stories are unreal. We was only meant to have like half an hour of him. We travelled to Lisbon, me and Steve, for half an hour, and he was there an hour and a half. It was unreal. No way. Yeah, it was really, it was brilliant, and he was um. Now the thing, the funniest thing was right. I swear to you, it's going to be a meme, right? <laughs> Right. I don't know. I never spoke. I, I just see Steer. I see. I know Steer, and I don't really look at. But the way that he tapped Steve's belly at the end yeah. was unbelievable. <laughs> what did Steve say? Steve, what did you say? No, he, he was on mute. Not what can I say? Right. He was on mute. I'll give you this. Right. Jose Mourinho is an absolutely captivating listen. Like John, you you ask the guy a question, and he just comes with like sources, analogies, just fully formed, like mega answers to everything that you're, you're asking him. You don't feel like you can hammer him. And he also sort of set his stall out early doors with a few things that he said. I'm not going to give too much away, but I guarantee the news for the next week is at least everything that Jose said in that interview. Okay, so when is this coming out, guys? You tell me. Thursday. (laughs) Thursday. It's coming out on Thursday. But look, I know you guys were like, why did you chop up the David Gill interview? Mr. David Gill, by the way, I'll keep it real, guys, right? 
the engagement. We've got to keep it up, you know? Mm. And on top of that, uh, it allows us to be recommended more on YouTube and people watch it more. Regardless of what you say, it's done really well for us on the channel. Yeah, and the full, and, uh, the full interviews on the, the audio as well. We will always drop the full interview after we drop the part. So please support us on this. Uh, it's YouTube, man. We're trying different things in the community. I know you guys were like, please don't, but we will. So keep on supporting us. Jose coming out on Thursday. We've got another Yeah, do what I'll say? I think we could have done it better with David Gill. I think we could have introduced each section better, but we did that with the Mourinho one. Yeah. So the Mourinho one should flow a hell of a lot yeah. better. And yeah, you know, we're all a community here. We're trying things, you know. So uh, yeah, just keep on supporting us. And uh, like I said, it's coming out soon. But let's... Who, uh, uh, by the way, in the comments, who do you want next? Ooh. Who do you want next? Ooh. We've got a couple of people in the in the pipeline, but who, if there's anyone else that jumps off the page... Could we not have an Arsenal player for once, please? Do you want an Arsenal player? What, past or present? No one cares, present. Joel. David Gill told David you David Gill said he doesn't Yeah, care. man. Oh, come on, man. We're a present player. Yeah, if present we can. We, we, we could talk about it off We had Zinchenko a little while ago. We had Zinchenko, but we need to get someone else, man. Okay, let's, what, let's more attacking, attacking type player? Yeah, man. Okay, let's, let's go for somebody. Man. Okay, cool. You know, Rio, Rio's black book, man. Let's move it on to Manchester United. I want to know why Manchester United got more press for scraping a win that they probably didn't deserve against Aston Villa than we did for smacking up West Ham. We, we, we beat a team that are trying to be a Champions League team now. Aston Villa. Out of form a little bit, but they're a team of Unai Murray. Everyone's saying did their Champions League hopefuls now. So it's a bigger game, probably. But... It's Manchester United as well. You've got to be, uh, be a bit more respectful and understand your, your status. Man United are a worldwide renowned club, adored, revered all around the world. So they're going to get more news articles than any other team in this country, regardless of where they are in the league. Imagine when Man United are winning, what it's going to look like in the media. No one's going to get uh, any, any airtime. Yeah, I think because you've been bad for so long that I think there's a bit of excitement now. Um, obviously, some of it's deserved. Rasmus Hoyland. Is it five five goals? And is it five last matches he yeah, scored he's, consistently? He's, he's, he's flying. Is it, is it, uh, uh, he's not snatching anymore, is he? Steve, you've watched him closely as well. Like the, the, the balls are hit coming into him now and there's a little bit more of a calm assuredness, whereas obviously he was uptight. Understandably, a young kid, 20 yeah, years old. He's still not getting enough shots though. No. He's still not being serviced as, as much as he, he could be. I think he scored one yesterday off two shots, you know, which is mad numbers really. But they're starting to cross the ball though, Steve. Like even the, the second goal, McTominay's goal, that's the type of cross that Hoyland wants to be running onto as well. Like Dallo, yeah. Dallo needs a special mention, by the way, because he's someone I doubted earlier. And I remember speaking to Cristiano again, is he really going to be any good? And Cristiano said, no, no, really, he works. He'll work hard. He'll make himself better 100%. He'll improve. And he's obviously seeing it behind the scenes, so he knows that. And I, I said to Darren Fletcher, I was at a training ground the other day, I said, he's really impressed me. Like he, and he was saying, listen, he, he's a worker. He's going to make himself the player he needs to be. I still think defensively, he probably needs to work a little bit. But yesterday, defensively, I thought it was very good. Um, and then when with the ball, that cross, if we have players running onto them crosses, then the fours are going to make runs and they'll get more goals. Yeah, no, to be fair, I, I think it's good. as well. It's only healthy, isn't it? Because when you've got it means wan is going to have to work harder. Mm. And um, I, I think, yeah, obviously you're going to need wan as well, especially with the injuries on the left-hand side and stuff like that. So, but I I, I can't lie, Dalot, he's definitely mm. shown improvement. That's why he's got the five-year contract. Yeah. Can I just give special mention as well to the two centre-halves? They've been criticised in, in their time. I thought Maguire and Varane were, were standout as well. Although they did it, there was a lot of chances given up, but I think that was because of the, the shape of the team, the transitions. It wasn't necessarily down to because the centre-arse weren't marking or whatever, but a lot they, they stopped a lot of stuff going on in that middle area, defended the box really well, um, and the goalkeeper made a couple of big saves. But Harry Maguire, 
I think he's shown that he has got a character. Yeah, definitely, man. Really good season. I think uh, you guys can't forget Mac 10, Scott McTominay. Hmm. Um, honestly, man, he scored three goals in the last five minutes of, prim of Premier League games this season. Hmm. Wait, 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 wait. I want to go back to Maguire here a second because, you know, I've hammered Maguire in the past and he won everything. I think the game suited him yesterday. Yeah. And there's, there's more than just that. I actually think this is the first time under Ten Hag that we've gone away to somewhere where we weren't expected to steamroller or even just win. And we've managed to pull a win out by playing off the back foot. I don't think we've done that under Ten Hag. And I don't think it can be understated how important it was for us to go and get that sort of scrappy play off the back foot sort of win. And it is the sort of style of play that suits Maguire. We asked him and Varane to defend the box yesterday and they defended the box. They won everything in the air. Absolutely everything. The pair of them. Yeah, no, you hadn't won. Agree. Um, you hadn't won against the top eight sides since like 2021. Like I heard the stat. Our record is horrendous against the top what? eight sides. It's disgusting. Actually, that needs to be put up all around the training ground. I was going to say, how do you get away with that? Yeah, that needs to be put up all around the training ground so they all see it every other day. And it's yeah, but do you know what? This is only a stat when it comes to United. Because I'm a I'm bad nerd like this. I went and did the stats. And we only won one less game against the top 10 than City did. And they were champions. Hmm. I need to look at the stats properly because either someone's You lot were really good. You lot in Newcastle, I think, had really, really good records against everybody else. Away. Um, no, no, just Yeah, away. Oh, um, away. But like... It, it proves it's a nonsense stat. If City are the champions and they only won one more than United away against like the top whatever, but it's I, a bollocks. I, I don't but that we, that when we used to win the league, though, it was about you. You have to bully the the, the, the teams outside the top three or four. Mm. You, the team that's consistent and wins against them. That's where we were great. We would go to Blackburn, which was hard to play. So we'd go Stoke. Very rarely ever get turned over. We'd go Bolton and turn them over. Arsenal would struggle them clubs. Do you know what I mean? Chelsea sometimes they'd have a bogey to like Newcastle maybe, as Jose mentioned in his interview, or uh, Everton away, like tough games to get like, We'd normally go away to all them places and the teams we were meant to beat would normally beat them. And then you could afford to draw or drop some points against the teams who are fighting for the league because you know somewhere else they'll, they'll hiccup. Yeah. And I think that's where Man City and Liverpool in recent years have been, they've been brutally dominant. They just battered all, every team out of sight, outside of each other and they might drop points against each other here and there. Before I go on to Scott McTominay, I actually wanted to give a massive shout out to Onana, man. Yeah. What I saw yesterday, oof, a few solid oh, no, saves. No. Steve, I know that's your guy. Go on. It's your floor, man. Yeah, yeah. He, he had some big saves. Gary Neville, Gary Neville pissed me off yesterday in commentary Why? for a few reasons. First up, they had to go all the way back to the foul on Marcus Rashford oh, yeah, to yeah. try and find something wrong with United's goal. And then, yeah, Casemiro's in an offside position as the ball comes in from the free kick, but he doesn't touch it, so it's not offside. So it's not relevant, Gary, <laughs> right? <laughs> then we get the corner, and then, yeah, it looked offside with the naked eye, but as soon as you see the replay, he you realise that he's, he's clearly onside. Why are we trying to find fault with United goals? Any other team that scores a goal, you go, well done, good goal. So fair play. You know, United have been so bad at set plays. And yesterday we scored from one and we defended really well against them. Why are we going back doing that? And, yeah, and uh, the whole point I've mentioned Gary Neville, Onana makes a save from about two yards away. It hits him in the chest. But so what? That's the keeper's job is to be in the way. And it, why are you saying, oh, he's got lucky to be there? No, but it was good positioning though. Because, you know, first of all, you look and you go, oh yeah, yeah. maybe he got No, no, he's saying that. It's what he's saying. Yeah, so you got True. really good positioning. Uh, it is mad. I don't know. I've... I 
The only thing I would would concern me about the result yesterday, it wasn't like a an, an eight nine out of ten performance. It was just good resilience, and they they managed to get it done, which is they struggled result. to do that. But United need to work on game management, like because you can't have that basketball vibes going on where you're up and down you attack we attack stuff and you need to have some control they've got enough experience in there enough quality in there to start seeing the games out and having that control and not having it being a panic attack in the last 10 every single time you play because you're going to get caught Kobe Manu think he's turning into a number 8 you could do I think he, I think he's good enough to play 6 or 8 or 10 he could play all those positions you saw his footwork for the second goal he could play there. Uh, if you watch the way that they play, when they're developing fo- uh, uh, phases of play, they, their rotations in midfield, he sometimes stands in a number 10 position, but then he easily shifts back into an eight and then sometimes drops into a six. But that is the, the freedom that he has within this system because the, the second goal, he's almost like a number 10 in that position, in the, mm-hmm. up, picking up the position in a random position, but he's got that fleet of foot and that that bit of skills we could just call it dubs he can just dub a man like boom see you later shifted it off Dalot first time cross goal but I think he's I think he's um, he's a good six but I think he could proper thrive as an eight like since that Wolves game just mm. flashes I thought whoa scary stuff mm. so for me even yesterday like you said like footwork playing it off to Dalot great crossing from Dalot I just thought I think this guy can do some stuff. And people took it out of context when you said he reminds you of Seedorf. Mm. You said reminds, not is. Well, that footwork and, there, we yeah. saw there for the goal the other day, that's Seedorf. Madness. That's what Seedorf does. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not imagining yeah. this. I'm seeing, you show me glimpses in the last two games, I've seen shades of someone like Seedorf. Yeah. He ain't him. He ain't his ability. He ain't done anything near what he's done. He'd be lucky to get any closer to that, to be fair. But... The kid has got, he's got something that you go, right, the, the calmness is the thing that jumps out to me. Yeah, I yeah. see him at the training ground the other day and I said to him, man, listen, just keep that hunger. The hunger that you walked into this season with, that's the hunger you need through the whole of your career. It, it don't need to come off. It don't need to step off that. It, that. That hunger, you maintain the same hunger. You walk in the door to that first team dressing room in the first time. If you can finish football somewhere near about that, with that same hunger and mindset of wanting and wanting and wanting, you got a chance to have a top career. Was he responsive? The kid's got, there's a steeliness to him, man. He ain't, he don't look like a hype man. He don't look like someone who's going to get like too high or too low. Looks like he's got quite a balanced, I think he looks like he's got, I don't know he's, he's surrounded. I he heard, looks, I looks heard, like I, he's got a balanced Aveli- team around him. Avelino said, Avelino said he knows his brother and he like knows members and that. And he said that he's just a good kid. Yeah, he gives you the like. vibe yeah. of a good Ghanaian kid. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. someone that's just well brought up. Yeah, and if he, those... he steps out of line, it could be a couple yeah, of hot, it, hot slaps. You know what I mean? Like, and you need that, yeah, you know, yeah, especially yeah. in today's generation and stuff like yeah. that. So now I wish him the best, man. I'm glad to hear he was responsive as mm, well, man. No, it's not. Short and sharp. What was but... you doing in Manchester? Who was you with? I went to, uh, I was actually, what was I doing? Cause I, I, I interviewed Kevin De Bruyne. Ooh, and then coming I, out soon, yeah? Yeah, and then I had like a... Big things. I had a, um, the whole day and night free. So I just, I, I texted a couple of the lads. We got a WhatsApp group. So they was about for a bit of food later. And then Fletch said, let's come down to training ground, link up. So I went down there, um, had a bit of lunch. With who? With Darren Fletcher. Um, then see, do you know what actually was, was a nice thing? Rasmus Hoyland. He was one of the only players still about. He was all, he was in the canteen just with a staff messing about asking questions. Robin Van Persie was there doing his A license or pro oh, license. Really? Yeah. Had a little chat with him. He bantered him about his gear. Um, 
and Rasmus was there and Rasmus come over to me and Fletch sitting having a little chat about things and just about how he's doing and stuff. Really, really nice guy. But what I loved is he went, he he saw Robin Van Persie and said to Darren, can you sort out, can I get five minutes of him with uh, Robin Van Persie? And Robin said, yeah, come man. Went in there, went away 10, 15 minutes, come back and Robin said, yeah man, he's asked a lot of questions. Sign of a good, that's a sign of somebody who wants to learn, you know what I mean? A student at a game. Student, do you know what I mean? So it was just nice, that humility and that humbleness that he showed. It bodes well, I think, for the future of this kid. I got we few... just talk about the L that I also love to again here. Stop Ron Percy was a player with them for like, what, eight, nine years? Something like that? He was at United for two or three. Where's he going to do his licenses? Carrington. Yeah. And do you know he's what? Welcome, he's welcome at Man United. He's not yeah. welcome to Arsenal. That's no, the that's not true. That's not true. We would have him. I think he just likes to go to United, if I'm honest with oh, you. Because he's got good memories. He likes to be around winners and that. Yeah, yeah, he wins. The mentality's there. You're it? telling me he didn't have no good memories at Arsenal. Of course he had good memories at Arsenal. But he doesn't man. go back there. Why doesn't he go back? You tell me what that means. It's the Man United branding, isn't it? Brandon, yeah, no, man, it's, it's a lovely. You know what it is because yeah. Pete, when he goes back there, he sees familiar faces. Like Fletcher's there. I was there. Coincidentally, you got Calf on the door. Oh yeah, Calf, man. Calf, the, the dinner lady. Is yeah, it, is no, it, no, she's not dinner lady. She, Carol's a dinner lady Sorry, who don't work apologies. there no more. Shout out Carol. Apologies. She don't work there no more. I still chat to her. She was like, she, "Where? How come you're taking pictures with Calf and not me and posting me up? You're posting Calf up." But listen, there's Did in-house wars. Yeah, in-house wars. Wow. But um, Calf is the lady on reception. So whenever you go to the training ground, right. Calf is there. Okay. She's bit, she's eighty odd now. She bust. She I think she's been there fifty odd years. Really, it's unreal. She's outlasted every Martin Edwards, David Gibbs, Mister Gill, wow. uh, Alex Ferguson. All the players outlasted us all. Steve, was she the one that got an award um, a couple yeah. of seasons ago at the um, what was it again? You forgot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got she got some sort of award. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She Don't deserves worry. it. But you, she could tell the stories. If she, if any, if if someone wanted story, she's the one, and she's the last person that would ever tell anyone. Wow, that's awesome. So, yeah, when is Robin Van Persie coming on though? Sorry, end of the season. So he said, end Did of the he say? Yeah, he's, he's he's obviously coaching and stuff now. He wants to concentrate <laughs> on what he's doing. At the end of the season in the summer, Robin Versi will be here with us on Five Guys. That's gonna be like really. That's gonna be like for you. It's gonna be Because you know what it is. I proper loved Robin Van Persie. Loved or love. See that, even that you're saying, I'm going to clip this up and show him, so the energy's right when he comes in, because he, he, oh. he, 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 he's got a hard, steely side to him, Robin. You know, and if, if he feels any tension, he will like he'll give it back to you. I don't mind because I remember speaking to Jermaine. You know, my boy Jermaine who does yeah. the stuff with Storms. He, when we were selling him to you, right? He was going, ah, oh, don't want him. He's always injured. And I said the exact same thing that Sir Alec, um, Arsene Wenger said. I said, you don't know who you're getting. This guy is a top, top striker. Mm. Goes to United and obviously the rest is history. And it hurts, man. It hurts. Yeah. But I would love to speak to him anyway, man. All right. Just to see how it's all going. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Scott McTominay. Yeah. We need to talk about him, man. Yeah, I think he's got the, four goals as a sub, the most this season in the Premier League. Honestly, um, man. I, 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 Scott, I think you got a shout. I think he's, he's shown great personality um, and good traits to have around your team. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people can go get put on the bench. Everyone, you have to understand as well, everyone in a Premier League team wants and expects to start games all the time. That if I don't think there'd be many in them dressing rooms who go, do you know what, I'm a sub. Yeah, They've all got egos and they all want to play and they all want to be the main man, which is uh, fine. I don't know, man. Right? I think players like Marshall are a bit like, nah, Yeah, but they're, 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 you got to think though, 
you got to re reckon every single Premier League footballer wasn't just the best player in their youth team when they were growing up. They were the best player in like the district yeah, when they were the growing county. up. And they were the best player in their academy team when Most they were coming them. up. Every single one of them. You mm. don't get to the Premier League by just being middle of the road. Mm. And that's the thing. You, then he's got to change his mindset. Then you've got to alter in that mindset from being how does the best in your teams always to being like this and you're going to have to be a bit part player here and there. I think he's got a big decision to make, especially this summer. Because I think if things have panned out differently, he probably would have been one of the players that may have been sold if the price was right or whatever, or the right interest came along. I think, listen, I think West Ham would have took him after they sold Declan Rice in a heartbeat. But it didn't It didn't materialise. I just think he has a decision to make. I think he's he's got so many really good attributes that you'd, you'd want to keep around. He's a good, good kid, wants to learn, knows the, the fabric of the club, understands what it means to be a Man United player. Those things go a long way. And he can play football. He's clutch as well, mate. And he, and he, and he can play football. And he can play a couple of different positions. Mm. Not, I wouldn't say like a holding midfielder for the whole of the season, but he can be, he can fill in there, mm. and he can show you he can score goals and he can impact a game and change a game massively. But I think he's got his decision is: do I want it to be the player that can be impactful at times? I'm going to get a run of games because of injuries and stuff like that, or the, the manager sees me for a few games. But I'm not going to be if the best team's available. I may not start them games, yeah. But I'm going to be a player that can come in and really, really be worthwhile and have worth in this team and value. In other ways, uh, he has to make that decision. I think because there's some players who have careers like that. Look, 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 well, yeah, but then you have players who have decided to leave and they've gone on and they've done better things. So, for example, Tom Cleverley, um, you know, he goes off. He has a really good footballing career, you know. Yeah, and but he knows would, that he's playing every week. Yeah, yeah, but then that, that's that's it's, and that's a really personal thing. Does he want to go somewhere else? A lesser lesser club, less uh, attention, less chance of ever competing and winning things and playing there and being the main guy there or being a part of a team that's hopefully going to build to no, win but something. Again, that's right? hopefully. It's yeah, yeah, not, yeah. But we are talking, not, Tom Cleverley's different. Know. Tom yeah, Cleverley's situation was different. He was stay, staying somewhere that he was going to win stuff mm -hmm. or go into what we just mentioned. Whereas it's different. Well, what, did we, what did we just mention about United? What? You just said like it was different. It was going to stay where he's winning stuff. What about United now? No, but he's got, he's got a chance to hopefully start winning. They're building towards that hopefully. So <laughs> it's just like Arsenal, by the way. Uh, uh, excuse me, Joel. You're talking to the League Cup champions of the world? Yeah, Traditional exactly. Rio. Traditional media Rio. I'm going to get a t-shirt that says traditional media. But you know what though? It's, 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 we, that's the decision he's got to make. Like, and I think it'd be interesting to see in the summer. What, what is he, does he sign a new, year, new deal for whatever year deal? And say, listen, whatever, whatever my role is, I, I need to stay here because I love the club and I want to be a part of bringing it back to his former glory. Mm. Or I want to be somewhere where I am the main guy and I'm playing every week. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah. That's the decision. But anyway, where do we start? Arsenal hammering the hammers. I was able to go to um, uh, Lond- the London Stadium with Anton, Anton Ferdinand. Listen, he, I, I, I ain't seen Anton in the group since that game. He wasn't Result. saying anything. That bro. was a quiet car ride, I want it. Very, very quiet. On top of that, yeah, he did really good for me. He had me at STKs, a good brunch. Is it? Yeah, Living bro. life, yeah. Living life, man. Like, like box seats, I don't everything. want to have to start patting your belly as well. No, nah, no, nah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I did. 6-0 against West Ham, I would have said, you're lying, mate. Yeah. I was worried. For who? For Arsenal at the beginning. A lot thought, of injuries, West Ham, though, man. Yeah, but I thought, typical Arsenal, you beat Liverpool, and then the next week you mm. go and you fumble it against West Ham, but it was the complete opposite. Do you, you reckon Declan Rice was in that change room guy now, that mad one before the game, because he knew what was riding on it? 100%, man. Like, like, get, getting booed, he knew he was going to get booed at times, maybe, and he thought, like, boys, you've got to be with me on this one. 100% man, he's, he's had, he hasn't had great results against West Ham this mm. season and you would know, innit? Every time you went back to Leeds, Not a nice every feeling. time you went back to West Ham, did you have the extra fire? No, it was more extra nerves. Probably most nervous games was going back to your old team. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows you, I say hello to everybody, it's lovely, lovely, warm and then all of a sudden you go out on the pitch, like I went to Leeds obviously as rivals, but I was getting like police security on the way into the stadium. Like I was thinking someone might run on the pitch. Like it was mad. So it's a bit different for Declan. But when I used to go out to West Ham, even then, it's like, I love West Ham. And I, I, I obviously want to beat West Ham. But you still want to be recognised as someone who's done good stuff for the club. I was fortunate. I'd, I've had a great relationship with the West Ham fans. And I still have. It's just, they, they I didn't ever kind of come out publicly to wanting to move. Um, I weren't jostling behind the scenes to move. It was just a natural, got a big offer. They let me go. And the fans kind of saw that. And so if that's so it, well, it, it kind of when I look at Declan's situation, I see it being quite similar to mine. He actually done more for West Ham than I ever done. Stayed longer, won something, and then I saw the game yesterday, and I see him being booed. You were there. You said it was crazy, and I'm like, really? Like he, he didn't leave you in the lurch. Like he, he's won a trophy. He's gone to a team that's competing for Champions League. Maybe because it's a London team, maybe an Arsenal. I don't know, but I just was really a bit surprised and. I don't think Michael Carrick or Joe Cole got booed. They went no. to London teams as no. well. Do you know what I mean? So it's a bit strange. And he's been someone who outwardly has whole, always shown huge respect to West Ham. And I think you, when you was there, what happened? It, I, I, what think it like? it was, I think it was pantomime, if I'm honest with you. I think it's just Arsenal, a big team. I think respect, Leave to, it che- out. Come I on. Think respect Come to Chelsea, on. when they moved, like when Joe Cole moved in that, they weren't Chelsea, Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no one knew how long this Roman Abramovich thing was going to like be around for. I think with Arsenal, there's a, there's a, I want to say there's a bit more there. There's obviously a bit more with Chelsea West Ham, but I think we're just a bigger club. But what was great was when Decker scored, you saw the respect he had for his old club. Yeah. And I think some people, they do it for the sake of it. Yeah, they just yeah. go, oh, but I think he genuinely meant it. And when he got subbed off a few minutes later, everyone stood up. Everyone claps. So West Ham fans are clapping. So oh, you don't yeah, get bro. that report. That don't get yeah. reported. So obviously there, there's a respect. Do you know what it is? When you show the club respect outwardly like that, then I think that that deserves to get respect back. And hopefully they're now going forward. 
it won't be that kind of booing Declan Rice for coming back because he left to go Arsenal. I think, listen, he's going to try and win the Champions League now, trying to win the league. He's, he's, he's competing to win the league. Yeah, that's the trying so, to win a Champions League, baby. No, no, you won't. But he's trying to win. The, <laughs> he's, he's trying to win the league. You know what I mean, so it's it's it's. I don't know, man. It's. Uh, it's a funny situation. Listen, like you say, I think there's a bit of pantomime in there. But in the end of the day, Declan Rice respects West Ham, hopefully in the long term, which I think it will happen. They respect him. We didn't respect them, but that because that scoreline was nasty. That was a mate. slap of it. Slap of. <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, Saka, before the game, Anton was saying, oh, who's going to be the real star boy? Is it going to be Kudos or Saka? Mate, he silenced the critics with that one. Do you think it's unfair? We was having this chat as well on the, the take on with uh, Youngin, with um, Flex yeah, and see, Joey I see, Knight. I see, I see it. And we're saying, Saka, surely now you can call a boy world class. Because he's having a season he's not having, yet, right? Not yet, not he's, yet. He's, he's, listen, I think Saka's been unreal. I actually think he needs a bit of a rest. You know, in that, in that team, he's so Agreed. many games for a young kid. But I think it's that almost like, what is world class? He, he ain't done it in Champions League. Well, he's, he? he's doing as much as he can. No, no, but he ain't. No, no, I'm talking like this in, 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 in the nitty gritty stages. Group stages. I've seen people hot up. I've seen people hot up the group stages so, and never make it to knockout. This is his first season. Or be seen in the knockout. Back in the Champions League, no, though, properly. But that's what I'm saying. So until you do it, it's very difficult for someone to go. Oh, you know what? Actually, or he's or he's or he's the one taking that team by the scruff of the neck all the time. And like, like people sit here now and go, "Oh, Jude Bellingham is he is he, is he world class? He's gone to he's gone no, to, but, to, to to Real Madrid, the Bernabeu, and said, guys, get on my back. I'm taking you. Let's go.' Yeah, he, he he's doing an absolute madness. That's different. That's world class. Out, that's but what I'm saying. That's world class. Gareth Bale did yet? Is it? When you think of Gareth Bale at Spurs in the Champions League, Ooh. that was someone that was dragging Ooh. Spurs through. That was world class, and that's why he got his move to a big club. So if Saka goes on and does the sorts of thing Gareth yeah. Bale does, then maybe he could move to a big club as well and maybe yeah, be considered it's world class. Well yeah, said, yeah. Steve. Funny, he's, funny just, Steve. He's just, you know what, Saka's top, don't get me wrong, he's not world class yet. Let me read out his stats. I don't think right. he'd tell you he's let world me, class. Let me, re oh, <laughs> let, let me read out his stats here. This season, Premier League, 23 matches, 10 goals, 7 assists. Mm. This is supposed to be a quiet season, by the way. Mm. You know, not including uh, the How Champions many, 10 League. 10 goals? 10 goals, bro. 10 goals. Mm. Five matches in the Champions League, three goals, four assists. This is his first breakout season mm. in the Champions League. These are big boy numbers, you know? And but he's supposed to they're be- They're good numbers. They're, they're really good numbers. They're not Salah numbers. Yeah, Salah's- That's world class. Salah, but Salah's like a Salah's goal, world, isn't he? Yeah, well, no, but Salah's world class. That's what we're talking Salah. about. Salah's talking, special. No, if you're talking world class, he's got to be sitting around them boys. No? That's what I-, I Am is I right a, or wrong, Steve? Here's a question. Here's a question. At the minute, Joel, he's been outscored by Dominic Solanke, so let's relax a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, everyone's allowed a fluke season. I'm sure Kevin Phillips had 30 league goals one season. Michael Ricketts, it happens. What does that mean in the long run? Nothing. Rah, shout out. I don't know how Solanke's getting strays like that. I don't understand. Nah, but I'm he's not getting like, strays. Facts are facts, real. Yeah, but he's scored more than Saka. It can happen, though. You know, all I'm saying is I think we really should start considering Saka in a world-class conversation. Guys, let us know what not you yet. think. Not yet. Um, he, I, I think he's got the, the potential to get there 100%, but not, not I, yet. I, I, no one's mentioned, I haven't seen anyone talking about this, but I actually thought Odegaard was the reason that you he played so well. Yeah, he was class. On, he was uh, against my stamp. Mm. I thought it was his performance. He was everything. Steve, do you reckon he's been getting a bit of stick this season for like no reason? It's a, it's, it's a bit unjustified. No, he hasn't put the numbers up. Who, Odegaard? Why. Yeah. 
Uh, well, he had a great season last season, and people all, especially, here's the thing, Arsenal fans' expectation, like you've just shown there with Saka, is wild. Mm. So you lot expect him to go and, like, redouble the improvement that he made from the previous season onto this season, whereas actually the, the improvement might be, like, half a percent or one percent. He's still going in the right direction. He's still learning how to dictate games. He's a really, really good player. I don't know if I'd call him world-class either just yet, because, you know, he's still not actually won anything. So I think... You've got to keep seeing the progression in, but I think Odegaard's a brilliant footballer. Yeah, right. Neither has Judo. Neither has Jude Bellingham. Better better. Recognised striker. But Jude I think you're actually set up better to have a fluid forward line. But Jude Bellingham, going on what you're saying, Jude Bellingham isn't world class then because he hasn't won anything yet. Um, I'm not going to let you talk absolute wibble like that. I'm going to no, go but, no, but I, I think he's world class by the way, Jude Bellingham. But I'm saying, going with what you're saying, he's then not world class then, is he? Are you really comparing hey. the performance level of hey. Odegaard to Drew Bellingham? See, it's 2-0 today, mate. I'm up. Wow. Um, wow. I don't know what we're yeah. hearing right now. I don't know what's in the water. Yeah, man. Um, anyway, listen. Saliba, Gabriel. Gabriel, by the way, arguably our best player this season. He's up there, isn't it? Really. I think I've, I've been a bit of a critic of Gabriel in the last couple of seasons. Uh, and I, I'll be honest with you, I'm starting to... The partnership has been... I think that's the most important thing. I yeah. forget Saliba or Gabriel's individuals. What's the partnership like? It's top. Yeah. Simple as. There's no... no. They can they can go 1v1. They they, they like the, the, the physical side of it. They don't mind the race running back to their goal. Um, They're getting goals as well, you know. Got a couple of goals here and there. Saliba's got the composure. Gabriel's the more the aggressor. It's a really good combination. I, I, I really like it. And strikers, again, clean sheet. Sometimes you score, got, the concentration level's got it. They look like they want to keep clean sheets as, well, as much as score goals now, which is good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with them. Uh, I asked the fans outside the London Stadium and I said, surely now you consider us favourites for the title. <laughs> and it, it didn't go as planned. What's, what's your problem? We're, we're in the same team, Archie. Even the guy behind the camera, guys, is an Arsenal, mad Arsenal fan, is actually laughing at what Joel just said there. This is a madness. No, but Think about what you just said. Surely, surely you consider us favourites. You are third. Third favourites. And you're chasing two teams that have actually won a Premier League title in colour. And they've actually, they can actually win a title. They, they can win a title by going on like 20 game unbeaten runs. You haven't shown you can do that. You haven't gone on 10 game winning streaks. Like you can't do that. Let's insert the clip of what the fans said outside the stadium. Here. Top four this season. Can you please name them in order, please? Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool, Spurs. City top, Liverpool second, third. What the heck? Are Arsenal not in your top four? Why are we not winning it is the question. But we just beat Liverpool last week. We've beaten you guys. It's back on. Yeah, but it's Arsenal. Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool. Yeah, Manchester City. Uh, Newcastle. Really? Ahead of Villa? Yeah. Oh. Arsenal, Liverpool, Man City. Fourth, Man United maybe. Oh, it's going to be Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool. That's three and, uh, and whoever next. But unfortunately, City. Liverpool, Arsenal, United. Yeah. I gotta go with Chelsea on the top. Where's the City, Arsenal, Liverpool, Aston Villa? Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, I think Villa. Yeah. Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs. Top four, it will be City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs. Before we do the, like, the rest of the round downs and stuff like that, yeah? What is Jude Benningham on? Yeah, madness. Tw tw I think he's only the fifth what? player this season to get 20 goals. Midfielder, he's doing Frank Lampard things. I can't, bro. At the burnabout, though. He's, he's doing, a similar role, actually. 
Yeah. It's like Zidane and Frank Lampard fused together. That, that is like it's ridiculous. Mad. Do you know what I looked at the other day yesterday? I looked at his comments and he's uh, he done a post yesterday. I looked at the comments, right? And you've got current players that are playing with him that are saying like things like different, like the best, like just that. I don't. I don't think there's a blower player I see where all the other players from different teams are just commenting and just like bigging this, bigging a player up. Mm. He's got everybody on side. Yeah. And players in his football club, that are, I think it's almost that like he's coming. No one expects him to be this, and they're all looking at each other, going behind his back, going, "Right, I didn't know he was this good. Mm. Can you? Can you? Did you? Did you know? Wow, man! Like, raw. What is he? Is he real? Have you touched him yet? And they've got some big ballers yeah, there. Man. I know, that's the what, many, that's what I'm saying. The yeah. I'm, I think they're sitting there going, right, do you sit next to him? You're lucky to sit next to him, you know? And this guy's like 2021, 20, whatever he is. But to do what he's doing at that, that on that big stage, I don't think even we understand. We were together in the hotel the other day. I think we spoke about it before when we like, called McAuley and... Yeah. Um, who else was there? At the awards, uh, Christian uh, Karamba. Christian Karamba and a couple of other And guys. these are like World Cup winners, yeah. by and, the way. And they Big were, boys. They were saying like, like Cool McLeod was going, Rio, he's in the Bernabeu. He's do, in the, but do you know what this means to go to the Bernabeu? Not only to go there and just to play, but to go there and play unbelievably well is difficult immediately. But then to go, no, no, guys. It's 24 Ballon d'Or. Has he got his name on it? Uh, yeah, at, I think at this point, 100%. But he's, what his point was, he says to go there and go, listen guys, come with me. Like mm -hmm. this, we're going. He said that personality and character, forget football, but that character is the separator that makes him absolutely stand alone when it comes to going on them stages. It's difficult. The, the stat here, Rio says, Jude Bellingham is the first Real Madrid uh, midfielder in the 21st century to score 15 plus goals in a single La Liga uh, campaign. The other players that have scored more are Ronaldo, right? Original Ronaldo, uh, Ruud van Nistelrooy, Cristiano Ronaldo, Gareth Bell, and then of course him. All strikers. Madness. Above him. All strikers. All mad goal scorers. Insane. Yeah, it is. It is. And especially they lost, they lost like Benzema, the talisman as well. Who I ain't heard anyone talk about Benzema. It's, it's, it's true, isn't it? No one spoke about Benzema since this Bellingham come in the door. This is a mad, this is Ballon a madness. Winner. Madness what he's doing. Mm. A Ballon d'Or winner walks out the door. Bellingham walks in and says, never mind guys. Mm. Pick yourselves up, dry your eyes, join the ride. I keep That's what saying, he's saying. I keep saying, I reckon Jocelyn must thank him every morning oh, at the training ground. No heat. Thank he's lost his heat. Bro. There's no heat thank on him. Thank you, man. There's no pressure on me. Yeah. I get to live my life. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, probably, I reckon he's got to give 25% of his wages to to. to <laughs> 25% of his wages just because the pressure's gone. <laughs> I, I, I want to say one thing. I saw, we all love El Phenomenon. Me and Steve have had the chance to badger him many, many times in the last few years. I saw a Yeah, we're boys now. Yeah, I saw a clip of uh, him naming like he's like top eight strikers of mm. all time. And Cristiano Ronaldo weren't in the list. Now, listen, it's El Phenomenon, There's isn't beef it? there somewhere, the, you know. The, uh, like, same with Thierry. Thierry's the same. He don't put... I was sitting there and I thought to myself, it's very easy to get sucked into this whole, oh, Cristiano just changed his game and he was, he was just, you know, goals and selfish. Do we know what Cristiano Ronaldo has done in the world of football? No, they, 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 I don't know, but I ain't seen the, the R9, the way he talks about Christian. But Thierry, he, he the way he mention him. The he way just, Thierry, yeah, what was it? What was he saying? Top five, what? Like top eight strikers or something like that. Well, Ronaldo has to be, Christian has to be in there. Honestly, it's he beef. weren't there. It's because the name in it, because he said he's saying he's took my name yeah, and got name. bigger with my name. Because he was Ronaldo, wasn't he? Yeah. And then Cristiano comes along and now everyone, 
Well, they started referring to him as the Fat Ronaldo, which is disrespectful because he was... It's got to be Brazilian Ronaldo or original Ronaldo or R9. Or Even then, I called him original Ronaldo. No. He should just be El Phenomenon. And then you got Cristiano. So did you say something right, though? R9 yeah, the, was the a madness. Like, he's one of the best... Like, if, if he if he didn't have the injuries, I'm saying best ever. Mm -hmm. R9, in my oh, eyes. Oh, by the way... Our interview with Jose, he's got some stories. Oh my stories. God, what he says about R9. Really? Oh, well, you got to just tune in for that alone. I was sitting there, my yeah. hair's on my back and my neck were going up. Can I ask, does he, he reckon he's the best player? He was Bobby Robson, wasn't he, in that 96, 97 season at Barcelona, yeah. which no one remembers. Probably really. his best season ever at yeah. Barcelona. Mourinho was Jeff. there with him. Really? Anyway. Do you know what, as well? I was well, been thinking about this. Do you know, like, there's a lot more goals being scored in, in football nowadays. I think referees are a lot harsher. Um, the, the tackle from behind is gone. So when you think... People try and look at like, oh, R9, he couldn't have been that good. He only scored 34 goals in 34 games or something like that. you got to remember, he was getting lumps kicked out of him. GBH, Referees allowed GBH so much game. more. GBH, age. Oh, no, man. no, it, but sorry, my point was, yeah, there, there is there is some beef out there. And we need to maybe go into this on another show or we can go into it now. But like the way I see Thierry talk about Cristiano. What did he say or not say? I don't know. He, it's what he, more, he doesn't say. Like... There ain't, you don't talk about him with any zest, any spark. But it's almost like he's downplaying Cristiano a lot. I don't know. Uh, like, like Chris, I know Messi, he plays with Messi, innit? Yeah, I was going to say, do you think so, he's camp Messi the way you're camp Cristiano? No, but have you seen the way I talk about Messi? Yeah, yeah, you do like him. There's ultra respect. But, but, and there's but, ultra like, there's ultra like, I'm, I'm sparky and I'm like, oh my God, have you seen what he's done? I'm, if you see the clips when I'm on BT when he scored against Liverpool. The, Best the, clips ever. Uh, Best clips camp, ever. The Best clips ever. Of, I was going nuts. Mm. But, I don't know. I think they're, and I've seen a clip. Can we get the picture or the clip up? There's a picture at, oh, at Highbury when uh, Thierry slaps him on the back of his head or something like that and Cristiano pushes him off and then Cristiano scores the winner or scores a, a goal in that game and then Thierry's taking kickoff and there's the score in the background with Burkham. Wow. Like there's, so there seems like there's a little bit of a subplot story that maybe makes it with Thierry and Thierry's that competitive guy. I know Thierry he in that is. way. He's a competitive he's guy. He's giving Michael Richards a yeah. hard time in the gym. And he's probably saying, he's probably still in his mind about them moments like that. But, interesting, isn't it? It's interesting, yeah. Very interesting, man. I, thought, I just thought to bring it up. You know. um, finally, Quick rundown, hold on, two Thierry, seconds. Thierry, man, you got beef with Cristiano or not? I want to know. Can we, uh, we we can have a little, shoot, they would have gone in the ring? They can go in I ring. just want to, I just, I Imagine just want to get fight in Saudi. Imagine that was on the bill on, in Saudi, Rio, Thierry versus man. Cristiano. Rio. That'd be sick. Ooh, easy, <laughs> I'm trying to stay on Thierry's good side, oh. do you know what I mean? No, I love Thierry. Um, the other plan, the Thierry other, don't get mentioned enough, by the way. I think that's why he might be, like, he might have that bitterness in his voice In sometimes. world football? Yeah. Do you know what, what Thierry was doing to people? Of in the Bernabeu. Of course. Ramos and them man, Carlos could not chat to Thierry. He bounced off Ronaldo. He Puyo, bounced off all of them. They couldn't chat to him. He was going there and playing playground football at the Bernabeu. Telling you. He Go. was on a great, like crazy, crazy, crazy tip. Best Premier League player ever. Thierry? Yeah. Joel, sit down. <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> why? Why? Because Giggs played you. for many, 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 many years. Why? He didn't say Giggs. Why? Yeah, go. Who else? Who, who, who then? Who, do you think Giggs is the best player ever? Who? That one season that he had where he did like twenty goals, twenty assists. Nice. Yeah, Dwight York did that, and he won a treble at the same time. Why is he not the greatest player the Premier League's ever seen? Because he's not. Who's the best Premier League player you've ever seen then? It's Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't think it's as cut and dry. As you're making it out. It is. 
Because don't get me wrong, uh, Cristiano had two fantastic seasons. Like the last two. You can maybe say two and a half at a stretch, but at one point, Thierry was dominant, man. Like I'm talking the fear that Thierry used to put in people's eyes for a long period of time, man. Like it's, it was unheard of, man. From like 99, I'll probably say for not his first season, I think he was getting his feet, you know, sorted. But after that, man, for like a good five years, Thierry was the king, man. Do you know what? In the four or five years that Cristiano was here in the Premier League, there was two phases of, there was two Cristiano Ronaldo's. Yeah, yeah. He came as, as the absolute entertainer Spaghetti, and yeah. popcorn man where people were like, who is this kid? Oh my, every kid, but it doesn't matter what team you supported was like, I have to see what Cristiano done on Match of the Day this week. That's that, he was that guy because he was dropping people, laying people out, etc. skill wise. And then he turned into this absolute like goal getter, 40 goals or whatever a season. And last, then what? And, the last two. And by the way, mm. which could be the, the nail in the coffin for anybody else, he won the Ballon d'Or as well. Yeah, yeah that's about, we got robbed yeah. though. Ned, like Ned Vich should have won Robbed one. or not robbed, no, the no, Ballon d'Or no, ended up in Cristiano, the Manchester United. Do that, really. No, I'm just saying. Just saying. And on top of that, when Cristiano well, first came, just Michelle, saying. Rooney was the man. Yeah, he was. When he first came. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Henry was always the man. No, but no, Burkamp was the man. Yeah, after like that, that yeah, so first saying, season. So after the first season, <laughs> Ronaldo was the man. So I mean, see, what are you talking about? But, but I, I, I don't think he's, I, I'm, I'm like that. I don't, I, I think there's arguments for both. I just think that Cristiano was crazy. I played with him, so I'm a little bit biased. But Thierry was on a mad one. Thierry was a king, Yeah, man. Thierry was. God, you can't. I, I, you, if he got given it and t- everyone said it was the vote and everyone said it was him, everyone says it. I, I, Only Steve says something else. So I, wouldn't, right. I wouldn't be against it. Yeah. Anyway, guys. It's the, it's the certainty in your voice. Yeah, Look, I've got no yes. one whatsoever by saying Terry Henry is comfortably one of the greatest players Premier League's ever seen. Comfortably. But the the way that you are so certain that yeah. he's the, the best one that's ever played in the Premier League. Steve. Well, why, why didn't you win more then? Well, you Steve, you know like, what, Steve? What do you think? I, I think, no. Steve, you, you haven't, you haven't, you, you've been quite, like, you've picked your punches today and they've been very stiff jabs. He's, he's lost. He's lost. If it, it was a, stiff if, it jabs. Was a, if it was a boxing fight, mate. I got him. Today. No, he was Larry Holmes today. I got him. That <laughs> left jab, boom. Um, really quickly, Man City beating Everton, Everton two 0 Harlem, Harlem beating Harlan, Everton. Everton. That's the difference. That's that's what happens when you've got someone like him, the, the 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 absolute gunslinger up front. They were they didn't even have a shot in the first half. Man City. Then the come out second half, his first shot with his right foot, bang goal, and then he slaps Real. the left Kevin foot. Kevin De Bruyne. Have you seen the atmosphere at the Etihad? I was there. Have you seen the video? All right. Did you? Have, well, how bad was the atmosphere then? I didn't actually because I was behind the window, so I didn't really feel it. But yeah, I don't know. What? There's some videos doing the rounds of like when the team's being read out and it's absolute tumbleweed. <laughs> Listen, it is what it is, man. I don't know. This, but they, what, they, do you think they care? Do you think they really care, Steve? No, I don't think they do. Yeah. But it's embarrassing, isn't it? Imagine just being on the back of three in a row, just won a treble, got one of the best strikers in world football. Meanwhile, absolute fucking crickets in your ground. You can't buy everything. You know what? I think I would say though that you got they're getting they're getting a bigger fan base because I was there and a geezer pulled me over. He said, "Rio, come over." In just before the game started, I said, "Are oh, you all right?" He took a picture. He said, "I don't even support City." I said, "What are you here for then?" He went, I've "Just come to see Kevin De Bruyne." Wow. Like, that's what's going on, wow. like, over there. Whether that's good or bad, but it's like they've got players that Something. are now bringing in different fan base. Yeah. I got a Complimentary tickets, FC. That's what it is. <laughs> You're rude. I've got a question to ask, though. Phil Foden gets a hat-trick uh, middle last week. 
and this week, and he's playing down the middle, and this week he shifted on the wing. Like, why? Kevin always... De Bruyne. <laughs> That's it. They've got a stacked squad. Kevin De Bruyne comes back in. He's got, I think he's got five or six goal involvements in his last four games or something like that. Like, what? Oh, fair enough. And I, it's Kevin De Bruyne, isn't it? I think as good as Phil Foden is, I just don't know if Pep trusts him the way he should, man. Like, and and I say this because with all respect to Phil Foden, like he's won like what five titles. Mm. Do you look? You see when you look at Giggs, Skulls, Kino, yourself, you got six titles. I know those six titles. Like you did. Like, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve them, but I'm saying like you were integral mm. in all of them. Mm. Without you, you might not win those titles. And that's the truth. Mm. When I look at Phil Foden, I think he's sick by the way. But I think for like two, maybe three of those titles, I don't know if he's, he, you know, it's really him. Maybe even more. Yeah, but uh, uh, it's different. Like some of those players you mentioned at United, if you took them out, then we may not win the league. And I, I'm saying he should, I believe, obviously, like, they've but got their squad's squad, different but though. Their squad, it's only really Rodri that you take out of that squad and probably now Haaland maybe, mm. if you take them two out, they might not win things as many, as many. They'll still win, but they won't win it as be as dominant, I don't think. Rodri especially. But even KDB comes out, did they really change? They did. I mean, you can tell that. Like, no, no, but they, he brings something different, but, but results-wise, did they really change? Like, they, he comes off in the last two Champions League finals. They, lift, they didn't win one, they won the other one. Mm. Like, the, 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 the squad overrides in, in individuals at Manchester City and I think football was becoming much more like that's why we're not seeing number 10s any, as much anymore them individual flair players look at Jack Grealish absolute flair player being likened to Gaza goes to Man City ain't that same player no more because the requirements of the system are very different but Foden he, he plays centrally where he prefers to play he said that recently his impact has been phenomenal he's been the one that's been the go-to guy at City he's brilliant he's been Pep said it the other day in an interview we, we spoke to him on TNT he's the one that they've looked to in these moments when Kevin De Bruyne has not been there this is the most valuable that he's been in their team in the whole time he's been in this uh, Man City since he got in the first team anyway um, Ivan Tony back in town look Brentford win 2-0, right? They beat Wolves, who have been really good this season. Shout out to Gary Neal. Uh, but is it me or does Tony still sound like he's disrespecting Brentford? Like, did you did you hear the comments? What do you say? Basically, they they asked him, like, well, you the know. The manager said he's going to sell me or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, he said, oh, it sounds like he doesn't want me or something but like that. But he said it in jest. It was He serious. did, he did. But I still see it and I just think, do we want that at our club? I'm not saying we don't. But sometimes my worry is if he does end up coming to Arsenal, right? Can Mikel Arteta handle that type of character? I don't, I don't, I don't think he would move like that. I'd be surprised. Don't forget, like, he ain't really been at no big clubs, Tony. Like, like, so he's going to go there. He's going to, he'd have to be respectful, like, and I think he's have to know, like, where he is in a pecking order. Mm. Like, there's been some big players in there. You think what well, he's going to go come up with, with, um, with that type of chat about Mikel Arteta when you've got, like, Declan Rice, Saliba, Gabriel, Odegaard, Gabriel Jesus is in like these were the guys who have a one or I think top Tony, I think Tony has this next level type of confidence, which is brilliant, by the way. Mm. He backs himself where I don't I think he thinks no one can chat to him, bruv. Like no, in general. And he won't last long then because you, about no one I don't I don't, I don't think no, that's yeah. him. But if you're saying a man can go into a club and say like no one can chat, you think a man come into a dressing room, a strong dressing room, and that's where Arsenal's dressing room that would then be tested. Mm. Because the manager wouldn't have to say nothing because that player would just get like opened up. Give me an example of a time quickly where a player 
kind of tried to do that at your time at United? No, no we, did, we didn't sign any bad eggs like that. I, we were very lucky. The manager must have done his research and due diligence, but I'm trying to think who was a... Like, obviously Rooney, he, he was... Comp what was he? Like, how would you describe him? Yeah, but Waza was respectful still. Like he, he understood the, the hierarchy in the change room and he was never a problem in and around a training ground like he, or in the dressing room. He was... No, he was... I'm trying to think. Like I'm, talk, I'm, I'm talking more like playing style. Berbatov would have been one. Mm -hmm. But as a person, always a great, great guy, nice guy, quiet, but a good guy. But... So no yeah, one yeah, came yeah, in with the arrogance? No one? No. No, Waz, Wazza was a cheeky chappy. He weren't like that. Yeah. We didn't have no arrogant guys who come in with lucky. But, but but again, they may have been arrogant elsewhere because I've heard people talk about Berber. RVP. No, no, RVP was like a young school kid wanting eyes wide open, wanting to learn. Whereas like well, some people just say about Berber at Spurs, ah, oh, thought he's hard work to talk to, man. He's hard this, that, and the other. Some people probably said that at United, but he he loosened up because mm. you can't come in and go, I'm me, and that's it. Mm. Life don't work like that. You got to come in and you go. Because oh, I see some people go. I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to do me. I'm going to. Yeah. Well, you ain't going to be part of a team unless you're working in a single man sport and you're mm -hmm. a boxer on your own. Mm -hmm. That ain't happening in a, in, a, in a team sport. You got to come in, and embrace others, embrace the team culture, environment. That's a good point. That. Mm. Let us know what you guys think. Anyway, um, Fulham beating Bournemouth. Well done, Jack. Three one. Okay. Great result. Moving on. Uh, Tottenham, obviously. Big result. Yeah, that's a big one for them, especially with you guys beating Villa. They're big back result. in the mix now, isn't it? Mm. Spurs, Postacoglu, man. It, they, uh, if they keep everyone fit, they've got a chance, I think. Of what? Champions League football. They've got a chance. They're in the mix. Yeah, they yeah. need to keep everyone fit. Though. They're going to finish closer to you than you are to the top. Yeah, good what shout. Do, what, do you, what do you feel? Why do you drop comments like that? <laughs> what, what does it make you feel like? Do you feel like you've achieved something in your day? Well, that's me done now. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Well made. Okay. And we'll look back at the end of the season and go, fucking hell, that was a stupid point, that was. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Make sure, make sure we remember the timestamps, people watching, and we'll clip it up. Uh, obviously, Liverpool bouncing back, slapping uh, Burnley 3 1. Mm. Um, Darwin. Do yeah, Darwin I was gonna... scoring again. Yeah, but he's so up and down, man. Like, I just. It'd be hard work to play against him, whatever you say. <sighs> and uh, finally, Sheffield United beating Luton Town 3-1. That, that, that was one of the biggest results of the weekend, that one. Yeah. In the I don't think it saved them, though. Sheffield United are still going down. Do you reckon? Yeah, million percent. Big result. Was that at Luton as well? Yeah, Luton's yeah, ground. Tough place to go, man. Yeah. Big result. Yeah, United going there next week. Yeah. I'd play, by the way, United, actually, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and say United definitely win that game. Because I think oh, it, no. it, it, they're going to play Maguire at the back. That's the game for him. Defend your box. The ball's going to be launched in there. A couple of big boys and bodies to fight. I think he's his game. Two last points. By Leverkusen. The only thing I would do, if I was if I was Edwards, I'd be saying to my my strikers, just peel on to both fullbacks. Mm. Peel on to the fullbacks and you'll get chances. I'm moving it on just because of time, by the way. Go on. Um, by Leverkusen, beating wow. Bayern Munich 3 0. Wow. Still unbeaten this season in all competitions. Alonso. 13 games in the Bundesliga remaining. Mm. That's 31 uh, games in all comps. 27 wins, four draws, zero defeats, 93 goals scored, 22 goals conceded, 15 clean sheets. Are they five points ahead now? Let me double check the table for wow. you. 
Like, just imagine that Harry Kane goes, leaves Spurs where he can't win a trophy, mm-hmm. goes to Bayern Munich where they win trophies every year and doesn't win a trophy. Could you imagine that? Oh, wow. Rio? Yeah. I might faint from laughing. Yeah. <laughs> five, <laughs> point, five points. Steve, five points ahead. Mm. Wow, Steve's imagine that. Wow. Uh, there's no, if there's one league that you would have said that there's a outright favourite and they're going to win it and you put most of your money on Woodham and Bayern after signing yeah. Hurricane this year. If they part with 2KL, I got my money on on Jose going to Bayern, you know. Yeah, that's a good shout. We didn't say that the other day. We were talking about which team we would go to. I was saying England or Portugal. I think that's the team. Bayern, right? yeah. If they don't win. Yeah, Tuchel gets a tic-tac if he don't win. and yeah. then. But I don't know. Do they want... <sighs> Jose, that'd yeah. be unbelievable. <laughs> Imagine Jose goes there and wins as well. He's won in Portugal. That's why I reckon he'll be Italy, king. Spain, England, mm-hmm. and then, but Jeremy's he's done the full hit. He's done the, wow. Just needs France. Tap in. No, you don't need, don't we? You don't, you really don't, don't need count, it. Does it. Uh, don't really count. In today's world, it does. Um, watch, when, watch when Mbappé leaves there. You will not count. Have you seen um, Muller oh, flipping out? Muller, Muller, these teammates. I didn't see it. Do you not see it? No. I think it's Tommy Tuchel in Mullers as well, yeah, though. Yeah, he does a bit of both, the whole, the whole thing. But he Mullers everything, he goes really? on the mad one. If yeah. an English player does that, it goes worldwide news. Really? Like, if a Man United player does that, it. it's worldwide news. I missed it. Do you know why I missed it? Because I was busy watching the AFCON, mate. Oh, yeah, Ivory Coast, uh, man. I want give, freedom. Even though they beat us, I want to give a massive shout out to the Ivory Coast because I did not want Nigeria. There's too many Nigerians that I know. It would have been It would have been. <laughs> I wanted crazy. Nigeria to win. I, I know. You, Jose. You, like, guys... you, know, you know, I'm like that. I'm, I'm like a Nigerian. I've got Nigerian like a name. They give me a title. No way. What? When yeah, you went yeah, to yeah. to do to 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 see the people there? Yeah. You've been a couple times, isn't it? Yeah, man. Me and Nigeria, like it's like one Swear of my second down. homes, man. You you you've even sat down and had dinner with Davido. Like yeah, you've done yeah, yeah. you've done a little bit over there, isn't it? Nigerians, no, bro. I mean, Burner Boy. No, I've not seen Burner Boy yet. I was meant to do. Why did they play like that in the final though? Yeah, they were poor, man. They were poor. That was Jose's brethren, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why, why did they go with a straight back five yeah. and like just one ball forward? Like they're better than that. Mm. And then as soon as they conceded, they actually started playing football again. Yeah. And you're like, where's this been for the last hour? Ivory Coast were nice though. Yeah, they were good. They were nice. They grew in the tournament. Yeah. See, if, I see them early doors. I didn't have them down to win it at all. I, it, mean, it means that it was a good decision to set the manager in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine being that guy. Oh, he must be sick. <laughs> I reckon he threw up in his mouth all the way through that second half. <laughs> <laughs> but right. you see Drogba going absolutely oh, wild. turbo wild yeah. that's what you want to see though man it means something it's it. true if you listen brother if England win anything watch me Yeah, yeah. watch me I will be going yeah, on a match what, supercharge everyone, just a public service announcement you're not going to have to watch it <laughs> a massive shout out to Sebastian Haller as well because yeah. with everything he's been through in life mm. It was fitting, man. But guys, I want to say thank you very much for watching this week's episode of Vibe with Five. Yes, there's there's a couple bits that have been released or will be released, but please stay on board with us. We're trying to ting and we're just, we're just trying to bring you more content, man. Thursday, just be ready for Thursday, man. Just make sure you're notified. Well, Wednesday, the take-on's out, but Thursday, the Jose Mourinho interview starts dropping. Takes over the world, right? There will be the full version as well, so don't worry. Where can I get the full version? Well, after we've dropped the... Cut up versions. There's only three this time. Cut up versions. They're going to get the full one afterwards. And then they can go on Acast. Yes. And they can go on Acast to listen to the audio as well. The full version. They can listen to that as soon as it comes out. Yeah, isn't it? that's there straight away. See, there you go there. You know, Rio, also, you did a vlog, right? With Steve mm. on yeah, the way there. Funny, yeah, quite funny. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. 
Steve was filming. Did I fall asleep at any point? I always fall asleep on these trips. Yeah, but unlike Jake, I don't film you asleep because I think that's really, really weird. Nah. Respect. <laughs> Respect. I like that. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.